Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm grateful we have a poem submission for this week. And our poem for this week comes from India McWhorter, and it reads, Weary but free, lighter than I was, somewhere between almost and always, almost healed and always healing, almost done but always learning, almost ready to discard the lesson to throw away the moment seemingly full of mistakes. And then I realized that I will always have this moment. My past does not define me, and my future will come when it is ready, maybe before I am ready. As for now, the path to healing knows no time. Listen closely. Change will come when you are still. In that stillness, your wish to be at peace will breathe itself full of life. Life, not void of mistakes, but never defined by them. Life, lighter than it was before. Life, lived in the in-between knowing that freedom is always present in this moment. Ah, yes, India. What a beautiful poem. Thank you so much for your work in the mental health field and also for this thoughtful and revealing poem that really reminds us of being present in this moment, in this season of our lives. And that is such a gift to learn how to live in the present. So I truly appreciate that. And as we think about living in the present and also embracing freedom, I want to focus on today on coping with underemployment. Coping with underemployment. And that is different than unemployment. So unemployment is when you want a job but do not have a job. And underemployment is when you working in a position that does not fully utilize your skills, your talents, your gifts, your education. So there are several ways that we can check in with ourselves as we reflect on, does the job where I am currently working match with me, align with me, 
fulfill me? Does it reflect the totality of what I bring to the table? And does it have space for me to really take up room and not only show up with what I have and what I know and who I am, but also room to grow, right? Is there growing space? Am I learning? Am I developing? Am I able to evolve in this position? And so as you're thinking about your current position, and if you are currently unemployed, you can also reflect on the past as we reflect on what it has been like in my past or present to be underemployed. What has it felt like to work at a job for which I'm overqualified? So I have more experience, more training, more knowledge, more education than this job makes use of, right? If I am working at a job where I am being underpaid and undervalued and underutilized, uh, that can really give us the sense that I am underemployed. If you are in a position and you don't feel challenged, you don't feel like you are growing or learning, you could do it half asleep. It does not move you, does not motivate you, does not inspire you, does not speak to you. It is so routine and even dry that you are perpetually bored at work and it is so repetitious, but the action that you are repeating is not even something that speaks to you or connects with you. If there is never anything new, no space for innovation, nothing that is ever exciting or for which you have enthusiasm, uh, nothing that awakens you, that animates you, that it is monotonous and it is really sedating you, right? As opposed to bringing you to life, that uh, it is draining it is depressing. It creates a level, a deep level of unfulfillment. If you notice within yourself that you are disengaged from the job and that you don't even really try, you may give half effort because that's all that's required. It is sufficient. And so uh, you may end up doing the bare minimum and uh, not only disengaging in terms of your professionalism and your effort, but you may also find yourself uh, socially disengaged where it's hard to even connect with the people that you work with. And some of you are in a space where you're having to mentor people who are actually advanced in a position, in a place, at a salary level that is beyond yours. So you have the knowledge, the skills, the wisdom, the expertise that those who are above you actually need. And they end up coming to you for questions 
or uh, you end up offering the support or you may even be assigned. I know people who have been assigned to teach their supervisors, right, to train the people who are actually making more than they are. And if you are in that circumstance, we are sending so much compassion and breath because that is a difficult place to be in. For some of you, uh, it is not so much that the job underutilizes your skills, but you don't get the opportunities or the hours that you would need or want. So perhaps you get to do something that really speaks to you, but it is part-time or it's just a, a few hours at a time. And so then you feel underutilized that you are operating below your capacity. Or perhaps the percentage of your work time that is spent in doing the activities that you love is very low. And some of you, as a result of the institution or the company in which you are working or the academic setting in which you are working, there is not room for growth or for progress. And so you feel professionally stuck, right? Vocationally trapped. And you know that no matter how well you do at this position, that there is no room for advancement, no room for growth, no room for promotion, or the avenues to those things for you have been blocked. And so it is going to be so important for us to recognize when we are underemployed, because that may be the source of your emotional distress, right? So sometimes when we haven't put the pieces together, we don't understand ourselves. And so we may be very baffled about, you know, why am I in this state of depression? Or why am I irritable? Why am I so impatient? Why do I procrastinate at work? Why do I dread Monday mornings? Why am I perpetually showing up late and trying to leave early and taking long lunches? You know, what is this about? You know, why am I angry or hostile or aggressive in the workplace? And so to tell myself the truth about this position and about the impact that it is having on me emotionally, socially, financially, right? And there are a number of reasons why we may find ourselves underemployed. Sometimes the specific market that you're in or the field that you're in is oversaturated. So it may be, you know, for the number of jobs that exist, there are just a lot of people that have your skill set or that have your experience, that have your education. And so, you know, that's now a systemic or a structural issue is that the market is flooded with people who can do what you do, right? So that is one reason why people can find themselves underemployed. Uh, some people may find themselves underemployed 
because their skill set or education is outdated. So perhaps there have been advances in your field or industry, and now they're looking for people who have a specific type of skill within that field, and that's not something you are up to date on, right? So you may have a lot of experience, even education, but in some ways it has become outdated because of advances and uh, you're needing additional training in those new areas. Sometimes we are dealing with being underemployed because of the economic crisis and conditions, the recession, that companies just are not hiring or not hiring people at your level. So if you're advanced, then it costs more to hire you. And so uh, some people, some companies are trying to save money. And so they will look for people who have less skills, less education, uh, less training. There is also uh, the reality of discrimination, right? And so some of us are a part of identities, demographic groups, where you are perpetually underestimated, stigmatized, stereotyped, and that can come as soon as when you are turning in the application and people, you know, having racism, sexism, every form of discrimination for marginalized identities. Uh, If you have done your research and you know that people of your identity are often uh, underemployed, underpaid, and devalued, that can be a part of, and even the most significant part that is contributing to or causing your underemployment. And then I want to also name that for some people, it is a lack of emotional intelligence or interpersonal skills, right? So some people have the knowledge, but don't do well with the social aspect of interviewing or working well with others. And so you want to consider what is the feedback that you have received? What is the message that you have received about the ways other people experience you, right? And I think as we all look back on our lives, you can think about teachers and supervisors who were very knowledgeable, but didn't know how to treat people right? Didn't know how to interact well with others. So sometimes those social skills or social challenges can be a barrier to our promotion and advancement, right? Some of that can be personality and some of that, depending on uh, your diagnosis, can be ableism as well. So you want to consider for yourself what are those dynamics and how have that, how have they played out for you? And so while some people may sign up for underemployment in this season of their lives, I want to address those who are looking to shift past it, to move through it, to overcome it, right? So some people have made that decision 
because they say, well, I need a job immediately because I have these bills. So I'm willing to work in this position that is not really at my level, level of skill or level of pay. But, you know, I need the benefits, health insurance or the income, you know, even though it is smaller than I want. And I sign up for that. Some people uh, choose underemployment because they don't want the stress and pressure of a job that would be more demanding, right? So they say, I could do more, but that requires a lot of hours, a lot of late nights, a lot of deadlines, a lot of stress. I don't want that. And so I am intentionally selecting something that I can do very easily. So that is a choice that people can make as well. And we want to be mindful and thoughtful, as our poet India talked about, of being in the present. So when I'm in the present, I'm not caught up in your present reality, your expectations or your shoulds or your judgments about what I am doing. I am checking in with myself to say, at this point in my journey, what do I want? Right. Now, for those of you who are underemployed and that is not what you desire, I want to start off by saying to you that you are not the only one. And I say that not in a way to dismiss the frustration, but for you to have compassion on yourself and grace for yourself, because sometimes we are living with the assumption that everybody else is thriving, that everybody else is fulfilled, that everybody else is making the money they deserve, deserve and feeling like you're the only one that is in this place of being underemployed. And, you know, unfortunately, for various reasons, from the recessions to the markets to discrimination, uh, many people are in that position. Along with knowing that I'm not in it by myself, it is also important for us to regularly remind myself my position and my salary do not define my worth, right? My position and my salary are not my identity, right? And so we can really get into a despairing place and have very negative thoughts about ourselves if we internalize these hierarchies, right, of saying I am less of a person uh, because this is all I am making, or I am less of a person because this is the job I had to accept at this point in my life. And so I invite you in this moment to breathe in compassion, self-compassion, and to exhale self-judgment to breathe in appreciation and grace and to exhale that critical voice within, to breathe in the truth of who you are and to exhale the assumptions about who you are. It is also going to be important to look at in your current position is there the possibility of growth, of new opportunities, of being able to speak with my supervisor, negotiate 
the opportunity to learn a new task or new skill, to be assigned to a new group or new team or new activity that would awaken me, that would excite me. And so uh, looking around the company and the possibilities that may be present there and to begin to have those conversations, right? So even if it only becomes a part of your workday, that if I could add this component, it would really speak to me, right? It would really connect with my passion. It would really give me something to look forward to. It is also going to be important to have conversations and to do your research to determine what would be required for a promotion, right? So is it that I would need to take an additional class? Is it that I need to demonstrate more that I'm a team player? And so working on my communication and my social skills, is it my attitude? Has my attitude gotten in the way of my promotion? And so I want to work through that. If it is uh, the reality of discrimination, um, what are the channels within my workplace to be able to address the fact that I see people of my same identity are consistently being uh, devalued, underutilized, underpaid, right? So it's an issue of equity now, right? And so doing your research so that we can address and combat uh, discrimination in all of its forms. For some of you, it is going to be very concrete in the area of working on updating your resume. Sometimes our resume does not reflect our skill set, that our resume does not reflect your wisdom, your knowledge, your experience. And so if you can either informally ask someone to take a look at it, or there are also professional people who you can connect with online who can help you to improve and enhance uh, your resume so that it better reflects who you are in terms of the level that, that you bring to the table. It is also going to be really important that we work on our networking and our research skills outside of our current position, right? So those first pointers are, if I'm in this workplace, I wanna stay here, but I wanna figure out how to enlarge my territory or how to advance. I want to name that there are those of you who are listening where the advancement and fulfillment are not going to come at that particular job site. And so I want to be intentional about meeting people who are doing the work that I'm interested in doing, learning from them. It may even be from reading books or articles about their journey and their story of how they got from where they were to where they are now. And along with our uh, networking, us being willing to really research and look for other positions and sometimes it is about changing what I'm searching for, you know, so we often will say there's nothing out there, right? It's dry. And we want to look at what are the ways I've been limiting my search and what are the changes that I am open to exploring so that I can see what is really possible for me. 
So have I limited myself by geography and I'm willing to look in an area beyond this area? Have I limited my skill set to only uh, one particular job type and the skills and knowledge I have could also be utilized in a different arena with a different job title? And I would be open to exploring that, right? And so uh, beginning to look, and that requires us to refresh our hope. And I know that can be hard when you feel like you're in a dry, unfulfilled season. But sometimes when we have been in those seasons for a while, we give up and we have a sense of hopelessness and we don't even bother to look because we believe that everything is going to be terrible, right? That everything is going to be the same. And so I invite you to lift your hopes by listening to the stories of other people who were able to break out of underemployment. Sometimes we have this idea in our minds that those who are quote unquote successful have just always been successful, have never been turned down, have never had to work a job that really uh, did not reflect what they bring to the table. But many have been in that circumstance and then have been able to break through those barriers and to break into uh, new possibilities. The last thing I want to mention is that some of you, it's not about trying to advance at your current job. It's not about trying to look for and network for and research a new job. For some of you, you will not be fulfilled until you branch, you, you launch out and start your own thing. Some of you are going to consistently feel underemployed as long as you're working for other people, because what is really in your heart, mind, spirit is to be an entrepreneur, to be a founder, to be a creator, to be your own boss, to uh, create something that does not exist right now. And so I want to encourage you that if that is the truth that resonates with you, that you begin doing your research and taking the small steps that will get you to the place where you can economically and psychologically launch and create the thing that is in you to create, the thing that will reflect your skills, your gifts, your intelligence, and your possibility. And so for all of us who are reflecting now on underemployment, I want us to take a moment to really give ourselves understanding of what it has cost you emotionally and time-wise and even financially, and yet you have kept showing up, kept showing up for life, kept showing up for this position, kept showing up for yourself or your family, even with uh, the frustration, even with the boredom, even with the dissatisfaction. And so I hope you will find ways and create ways to nurture yourself, to nourish yourself, to care for yourself, to rest and restore yourself, 
because you are worthy. You are worthy of all of the things that will bring you home to yourself. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Mm -hmm.